Welcome to the Fallacy Podcast. We're here today to describe, critique, and analyze specific fallacies, explain how it creeps up in media, conversation, and other casual spaces. And we want to provide information on how to recognize and critically think past these fallacies. We're here today with me, Sam, Noah, and Dom. Um, we each have come up with specific fallacies, and we're going to explain them and give certain examples about them and just discuss about them in general. So, Dom, do you actually want to start us off this time? Uh, all right. All right. So I'm not, the most, I'm not the best scholar in the group, per se. That's fine. But, but I have really gotten into two fallacies, two types of fallacies. Mm -hmm. First one, the straw man fallacy. You know why? Why is that? Because honestly, we see that everywhere in society, my guy. Mm -hmm. Think about it, bro. Think about it. All right? I believe so. When you see an electric car driving down the street, you think electric cars are good for the environment. Why? Because they don't use gas. Yep. Mm -hmm. But there's so many other reasons why it's not that good for the environment. You're not taking into account the fracking that it takes to get the lithium to power the mm -hmm. batteries. Oh, I should never even thought about that. Yeah, there's a uh, whole lot more layers. I, I was uh, reading an article. Uh, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want it to be like, you know, cited or, you know, yeah. get a bunch of things going on. But the article yeah. says that the, Hummer, the H1 Hummer, you know, the Humvee, uh -huh. it's just as big as a carbon footprint, okay, as a Toyota Prius. Think about that. Really? Jeez. Because of all the things they had to do to make the Prius, all uh -huh. the fumes set into the environment, all the things burned down, all the holes being dug to mm -hmm. make that Toyota Prius has nothing on the Hummer H1. I'm not saying that it's good. I'm not saying like, yeah, let's go drive, you know, big diesel trucks. What I'm saying is, <laughs> is that people don't really put into effect the whole process. You they know just what put I mean? a, 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 a lens. Yeah. They just focus in on one thing. I actually, I used to think that way as well, because honestly, because I used to think like, oh, oh, he's driving an electric car. He must be doing good for the environment because it's not gas. But then I also learned to go with what you were saying, Dom. I think even the electricity needed to power the cars, there's a process that goes through it that's worse for the environment. I I read this was a while ago, so I can't quote it 100 percent. But I just remembered even the power needed to for the electric car was bad for the environment. Exactly. And yeah. even if you think you're saving money, you still have that money in the electric bill. Mm -hmm. It's still a 240 volt plug. Yeah. You know? It's just transportation. I see it as a really big phone. That's all I see it as. Mm -hmm. I just I like to see I like to see the straw man the straw man fallacy as just mm -hmm. a bold statement. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, you said one thing, and you have nothing else to back it up, but, like, that one thing hits pretty hard. Yeah. And, and that's all people use. Yeah. <laughs> just one it, bold statement. That's, that is really true. And I actually think it's a good... Well, Dom, actually, what's a good way on how to avoid a straw man fallacy that you think? Um, well, it's always good to come up with, like, multiple avenues, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to walk into the conversation with multiple ways out. You can't just walk into the conversation just, just out on a one thing. statement. Like, I don't like Chinese people because they started COVID. 
That's yeah. A, that right there is that's a that's a straw man. Yeah. That's I, I, too. Yeah, right. Awesome. Definitely. Okay. But <laughs> I like Japanese people. That's just, that's an example. Yeah. But uh, I no, think yeah. you have to think more mm-hmm. about what you say and think about mm-hmm. all the other avenues of conversation. And I think also just to kind of bounce off that a little, just put a little more effort into the research. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's so. like just see if what you're saying is really truly backing it up. Uh, and just, yeah, give more evidence because the more evidence you have, the more solid of an argument you'll have. Uh, well, yeah, thank you, Dom. I think this is just a long way of saying we're not allowed to drive anywhere anymore. Yeah, Nobody's no. allowed to drive. No all for- Everybody's going to walk. <laughs> or skateboard. But moving on, what is your other fallacy, Dom? My other fallacy is red herring. Red herring, got it. Ah, so what's that, just, what's that one all about? It's about the one thing that sticks out. That you mm-hmm. just want to like poke at, you know what I mean? Oh, the one example. All right. So okay. I'm gonna try to dance around it. So, for example, if everybody in their moms is investing to put up windmills in the mountains, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of the red herrings you see is windmills are terrible for the birds and all the mm-hmm. wildlife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an argument here. Huh? Yeah, because if you, if you think about it, like one of my other examples has to do with uh, video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, millions and millions of kids play video games, right? Yeah, right. But then there's that one guy that does a school shooting, and he's yeah. ready to party, and he just yeah. happened to play Doom. Exactly. Yeah. So. Everybody that hates video games and wants to blame video games on something, all right, mm-hmm. points out to that one guy That's instead of starting the rest of the group. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. It's blaming an entirety of something on one thing. Yeah. Other energy producing sources like coal and natural gas which release fumes into the air, I would argue exactly. that's worse for the birds, but you never hear anybody talking about that. Yeah. There's a whole different thing I want to get into about oil and gas, but I'm not, I'm too sober for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> There's a whole uh, thing. But yeah, I think so especially- pick out the one thing that's wrong with it and then use that to make everyone shrug off away from it. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I do really like what you have there. But I think that might also be even more like cherry picking. Yeah, I, I was think, kinda thinking mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. So nothing nothing wrong with what you have, because what you have is a legitimate argument, which is right, millions of kids play video games, one guy shoots, you know, is a school shooter, and people people groups of people will think, oh, video games are the issues because he played as Noah said Doom. I think that might be more leaning towards cherry picking. Um mainly just because again the definition of that is picking out one part of an argument using it to either hurt or help your opponent um i agree with that yeah so i think you've got a great fallacy there to just cherry picking and not red herring i think a lot of though is i think a lot of the fallacies though i don't think I think they can kind of blend into each other because I was also yeah. hearing a bit of a straw man argument too. Yeah. With the windmills, like they, yeah. they, they, they can be hybrids of each other and just. Blend yeah. So, 
I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like fallacies are not like a pure and simple, like it has to be this fallacy. No, it can, an argument is a very like fluid thing. So it can have multiple yeah. fallacies. Exactly. Incorporate into it. Um, but if we do rename that to uh, a cherry picking fallacy, Dom, how would you say is a good way? What would you say is a good way to avoid those types of fallacies? Uh, do more research on what you're saying. Kind yeah, of throwing all your eggs into one basket. Yeah. yeah, all most of these fallacies in general, you can just think through it more. Mm-hmm. Critically think through it more. <laughs> Critically think. We're in the class. You know what I mean? Yeah. But all you really need to do is just like word it out correctly, make mm-hmm. it make sense in your mind, have different mm-hmm. avenues, be ready to argue. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's just that that is how I feel about a lot of the fallacies in general is just like do research on the topic you're going about and just be knowledgeable of, as you said, the different avenues because be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. Well, thank you, Dom. Those are I like those examples. Uh, now we're going to move on to Noah and his yeah. examples. Uh, no, what do you got for us? Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start out with uh, a nice example of no true Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of reiterate what a no true Scotsman is, it's the idea that someone's whole identity or or title or you know whatever whatever you're attacking at that time can be torn down by them not completely agreeing with that specific like ideology yeah like uh for example in 2011 there is this christian broadcaster named harold camping he was the the most famous most widely listened to most uh recognized and known broadcaster in that like genre in that subset of americans and Mm -hmm. uh he did this i don't know if you want to call it a stunt but he did this this prophesizing uh using hidden quote unquote hidden messages in the bible to try and predict armageddon the end of the world but they were like really like abstract right they were really kind of out there they're like they were things like if you take deliverance and add up all those letters and then take sacrifice and then divide that by the 12 (laughs) disciples and and that's yeah. how we got May 27th, 2011, or whatever the exact day was. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, despite that one crazy thing, he still did a lot of, you know, good work in, in the Christian community, at least. You know, he was a, he, his broadcasts were almost completely free. They just had sponsorships or donations. Mm-hmm. He, they did a lot of charity work. They, you know, he preached, you know, the gospel according to how it was. Except mm-hmm. for that one little instance. And yeah. in that one little instance, it caused uh, uh, tons and tons of other Christian groups to condemn him and call him not a true Christian. Because it says in the Bible that no man or woman or anybody should know or even try to figure out the end of the world. And yeah. obviously, you know, him going into public and saying, this, this is when it's going to happen. Trust me, I did the math. Kind of goes against you know biblical teachings and so you know this goes back into the argument of i mean yeah Yeah, he was he was as much of a christian as any other self-proclaimed christian is yeah but he got he got blasted by his quote-unquote fellow christians 
because of the one crazy accusation or yeah. I, whatever whatever the saying he made. No, and we, I don't want to yeah. say that, you know, he he should have done it, mm-hmm. but I understand it. Yeah. I mean, he just he just brought something he thought was right into the world. I think it's long. I'm not 100 percent like informed on like, you know, how he presented his information. But I'm thinking in my head is like if he's not going around and like forcing people to like believe what he says, you know, what I mean, like if he's just like, hey, I kind of found this thing and I think it's pretty interesting, then that's fine. As long as he's not like, you know, um, like forcing anybody to believe it or like you know, hurting people into believing what he's saying. If it's just something he came up with and, you know, he's just presenting it out to the world as like a free thing, then, you know, he's not, it doesn't mean that he's not, uh, he's still not a Christian, even if it's just one mistake. He was just wrong. Yeah, he was just wrong. And he just did a dumb thing. Yeah. And everybody makes mistakes, but I yeah, have one Asian proverb. Oh, uh-huh. let me hear it. You can build as many oh, yeah. bridges that you want in life, but if mm-hmm. you get caught sucking dick, you're a cocksucker for the rest of your life. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I'll have to just, I'll have to tell her it's just it's PG thirteen. Well, it's a little it's a little it's a little not safe for work, but you know what? Yeah. It's, it's still a good message. Yeah, it's no, but it is really just like the one people will just kind of focus on the mess up that you have and like just like absolutely like put you on blast for that one you know lap of judgment and your entire you know name or livelihood could be you know taken down and it was it was after this point that he made this this prof uh, this proposition or this prophecy Mm -hmm. and it obviously ended up not coming true that it kind of began a downward spiral in you know at least harold camping's career less people started listening to him he stopped receiving as many donations and this kind of just you know led yeah. into a downward spiral because you know they just and attacked though, his identity as a christian even though he was already a christian before insinuates that it'll be a negative downward spiral that if, if a happens then b is going to happen and then c is going to happen and that's just going to make everyone kind of like a domino happen. effect exactly like, yeah like, uh, for example, a, a, a real hot button topic right now is decriminalization or legalization of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doctors and psychologists, and they all say, hey, you know, it's fine as long as it's regulated. Well, then that yep. brings up the argument that a lot of people that are against legalization say is if we permit the sale of use of marijuana from a doctor's prescription, then that's just going to leave people to think, oh, it's okay to just do it whenever because they'll be like, oh, it's just medicine. Yeah. And so people say that you're just going to have a country full and full of potheads. Yeah, where it's like, you know, not everybody might even go for marijuana. It's just... It's like alcohol. Uh, yeah, it's like it's there, but not everybody's like drinking it all the time. Exactly. Uh, and, and part of the reason, as Dom mentioned this uh, before... Part of the reason many people do it now is because it's the cool thing to do because it's illegal. Yeah. Like people over the age of like 21, they're not going out every weekend and binge drinking. Mm-hmm. Much like, you know, the typical high schooler is portrayed as or just in high schooler so- every week I was invited to a party. Yeah. It's like there are people who do that. And I still have friends who do that. And but yeah, you're right. It's like the whole idea. It's like, oh, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. But like, um, 
yeah but back to what we were saying is like how uh people will often just kind of take the negative of that situation and claim that it'll lead to a very downward slope where it'll end in like disaster when in most cases you know there's a lot of other things that could happen exactly uh, like just people kind of like to do it to like entice fear really mm-hmm. like on a smaller example like have mm-hmm. you guys ever been late to class or whatever and like you try to shrug it off and then yeah. your your boss or your teacher's like hey if you're late 10 minutes today tomorrow maybe an hour and then one day you're just not going to show up i've actually i don't i don't know why but i i don't think i've ever had anybody say that to me but i mean life life's life takes time i'll probably hear that at some point i mean it's uh, it's just the idea yeah. that like just this one goof up is going to lead to a a, a chain of reaction and mm-hmm. just the idea that oh i was late 10 minutes today you know you can't just let me go this one time you yeah. think i'm just not going to show up out of nowhere yeah dom do you have any sort of comments on that sort of stuff i i see it as a learning tool mm-hmm. you know i mean yeah. I've heard slippery slopes my entire life, you know, have they worked? No. Yeah. It's just one of those things that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, If you wanted to teach someone, I kind of had like my mindset on things. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't give them a slippery slope because it just sounds stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just a dumb argument. Yeah. Yeah. So what's I guess it going off of that, then what's a good way to avoid it then? That's the I mean, you got what I, what I would do is instead of telling them it's going to happen, you know, like I would be like, if like, hypothetically, if I had my kid and my kid wanted to, you know, say like mm-hmm. start skateboarding, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take that kid to the hospital and show them all the kids that broke their arms and legs skateboarding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, just because you want to start skateboarding, you're going to start uh, like breaking your arm and medical bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than just saying it like, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is what's it's going not to happen. Even a, it can't even be proven because you're citing things that happen in the future. Yeah. So, it, yeah, slippery slope is just a, a way for just people to like put fear in people or, or just like be or try to like take control. All right. Thank you, Noah, for those fallacies. Um, right. Now we're coming up. Now we're coming up towards the end of it. Mine don't have as great of examples. They're more kind of just like what I've kind of noticed, like just in my life and like talking with my friends. But mm-hmm. one of the fallacies I've chosen is the black and white fallacy where in an argument it's used by a person to present like two extreme options as the only choice. Like, um, uh, for example, I could actually just take the whole coronavirus outbreak into example. Um, I can definitely say in the beginning, I was one of those people that was like, oh, I feel like we're either gonna have school or we're not gonna have school. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like the whole idea was that, like, we had to quarantine. We had to stay in our house. We couldn't go back to school, really. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, can't like bring that up in an argument because it's just like, well, there are these other options. What we're doing, our hybrid thing. Um, we also have people who are doing online school. And there are some people who I know just aren't going to school in general and are doing other things. But the idea with just the black and white fallacy is it's just kind of a way to just kind of be like, oh, it's this way or this way. No, no middle ground. When 
in actuality, there is always some sort of middle ground. I just chose the coronavirus example because I thought, you know, there definitely have been people who have thought that same way. But then, oh, I'm sure we've know, all thought it at some point. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, um, if you think about it, everything's 50 50. You know I, mean, I mean, true. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, if you like, if it, if you go down to it, everything's even fifty fifty. You're either dead or alive. You eat lunch <laughs> or you don't. You like lunch yeah. or you don't. It's fifty fifty. I I'm not gonna get into the philosophy of it because I my mind's not <laughs> wired for that kind of stuff. But okay, no, we're I, already at thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. What, dude? Podcasts are supposed to be fun and and. That's uh, okay. Uh, I don't mind it. I'm enjoying yeah. the conversation. Yeah. I'm enjoying. But yeah, so I mean, a good way just to avoid those fallacies are. I mean, if you, it might be kind of hard to like avoid the initial thinking of it, but just, yeah, as with anything, just kind of be more, op be more open-minded to what could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and just what, like what can happen in general? Um, because, and especially just do your research as always, but also your opponent might bring up another argument that, or another point that's like, oh, this will probably work too. So I feel like with a black and white fallacy, it's just good to keep an open mind um, and not think in such extremes. But yeah, it's always, oh, it's always fun to think to the extremes. Yeah, that's kind of how we are. Um, but my next fallacy uh, was the either or fallacy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, otherwise known as the false dilemma. It's a type of fallacy where any said or in like a said situation, there's like only a limited number of options. So what I mean by that is like one example of that is like, I but I, how I think it is is like, oh, this person is driving a really nice like Mercedes or something. I'm just using a car brand, so he has to be rich, right? Like, right. No, no doubt about it. That's it. He has to be rich. When in actuality, I know this happened to my friend, like. They might have gotten it from an uncle that was just like, here, here you go. That and he might just be for 15 years. Yeah. And it's like, Mercedes. yeah, it's like here. And like he might that person might be in the lower, lower middle class. So the pretty much how with like, I feel like either or fallacies are kind of just like playing into like stereotypes mm. more than anything. Um and a lot of just what happens with there is like a pre-stereotype that you have in your head just comes out in either or. Recognize the mistake? Yeah. Another example is like Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. ah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but Harvey Weinstein was the guy in Hollywood and all of a sudden mm -hmm. he just started. Well, then we found out how he became the guy. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah. before I actually, well, that's another story. But That's um, a whole can of worms. Yeah. No, how would you say is a good way on how to avoid those types of fallacies? I think this is almost kind of a reiteration of what we said before, where to go in arguments with different avenues on the way out. Mm -hmm. I think it should, it's more of ha not just doing your research, but having a an entire understanding of exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and just... You, you want to make sure what you're saying is accurate. Yeah. Not, not just that... It's accurate, and then you have all these other things. But if yeah. you make a statement, especially you know when you have that level of platform that you know yeah, it, I had. And yeah, and especially if you're quoting stuff from like the Bible and stuff, because you said like even in the Bible it said like nobody can predict when the end of the world is. Yeah, that like yeah. it just you just won't know, so no bother yeah. trying. 
Yeah. Okay. Got it. So. Two way to live yeah. life. Yeah. Exactly. But what is your other fallacy? So my other fallacy, this one is not as grandiose as, you know, a man saying the world is ending. Um, this this is a slippery slope. Got and it. And this is this is one that teachers use, your parents use. And what is you, the slippery slope fallacy? The slippery slope is the idea that in a course of action of progression or like cha- in a chain of events that mm-hmm. if one of those actions happens, I mean, People, a lot you, of it just, like, ties into, like, your preconceived notion, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Maybe with the Mercedes, you know, th- the only car commercials I see, people driving Mercedes, usually they're, you know, they are rich. Yeah. So it's, like, it, it, it's about what you've been exposed to. Definitely. And, like, just how early you've been exposed to them. Because then you get those preconceived notions. And honestly, some people just kind of use them just like as like just like as a quick quick as argument maker. Yeah, it's just a quick argument maker. Like it's like well, I don't know, just some... you gotta realize that everybody thinks in their own way and they have different yeah. experiences and have their exactly. different upbringings. <laughs> so every person's gonna be thinking a little bit more different than you are, you know, yeah. even though you think they're on your side. Exactly. Definitely. I would say that concludes at least the podcast version of all of this. Yeah. And I just say a good way to avoid it is just kind of like, especially sometimes it's hard to stop those preconceived notions. Like I said, with the black and white fallacy thing. But um, if you are just kind of put some more like research into it, like maybe see why back on it. Yeah. And just maybe see, oh, maybe this person has a Mercedes for a completely different reason. Maybe he won it in a giveaway through pure luck. I don't know. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I would say... Maybe he got it from a salvage yard. Yeah, there you go. Backyard. I'm going to say thank you for listening to the Fallacy Podcast, and here's hoping...